welcome back for episode 11 of our Computomics podcast. Today we pick up after our summer break and we continue our discussion on metagenomics and the ways that we envision answering the challenges that currently exist in the analysis space. Today we have our product manager, Oliver Deutsch, who will be talking about our suite of metagenomics tools to include Morpheus, which is a wonderful interactive tool for large subsets or small subsets of metagenomic samples across organizations or across studies. I hope you enjoyed the episode. So Oliver, welcome to the show. Thanks, Anna. Um, I'm really happy to have you here to give everyone sort of an introduction and or an overview of what Morpheus is. Um, I know that we launched it recently this year and it's had great response from the community. So maybe you can give us just a general introduction to what it is and um, yeah. Okay, so um, with Morpheus, we are building on the um, same technologies as um, with the more well-established Megan and Diamond pipelines. Um, But we we really want to make this tool uh, more accessible to people. So we want to make uh, metagenomics data analysis even more accessible. Um, what do we mean by this? We want to take away the, uh, the pain of having to deal with large files, um, having to run lengthy bioinformatics analyses. And we really want to take this, uh, this all away from the user. So the user can focus on um, data analysis and data interpretation. That's, that's our goal with Morpheus. Yeah, that's great. And do you mean for, do you need to be an expert or is this tailored for somebody who, for example, is not that comfortable with metagenomics data or can somebody who's also, you know, scripting their own analyses, can they also interact with this? So which, which level of user is really um, this geared towards? Um, this is really geared to, to all, uh, towards all levels of users. So. Um, it's it's good for the uh, metagenomics uh, novice, let's say, because um, you don't need to take care of all the, the bioinformatics. So it's really easy to get into metagenomics. Um, but if you're an expert, you can also uh, work with this platform. For example, um, you can include your own analyses, uh, your scripts that you already have uh, into the platform and, and customize it that way. But um, it's really, it would really be beneficial to all kinds of users. Great. And maybe for those of us who are comfortable with sort of the tools that we use, can you tell us what Morpheus is really based on or the tools that Morpheus is based on so that we have an understanding of kind of the the kinds of analyses that are running in the background? Yeah, sure. So um, uh, at the, at the heart of Morpheus, we have um, the, uh, Megan and Diamond-based analysis pipeline that's uh, very popular. So we are using Diamond to uh, calculate uh, alignments against the NCBI NR uh, protein reference database. And then we're using the uh, lowest common ancestor uh, methodology implemented in Megan to um, do taxonomic assignment, uh, taxonomic assignments. we're using the CAC database for functional assignment. And so that's basic, that's the basis uh, or the fundamental analysis. And then we have um, a series of R data analysis scripts that um, 
basically create tables, um, do summary plots and visualizations. And what kind of visualizations are currently available for the um, as sort of a base operating model? Um, so currently we're looking at um, uh, stack bar charts to visualize the most abundant uh, taxa, so the most abundant genera, families, and so on. Um, we're also looking at some um, principal coordinate analyses to uh, look at the structure in the data so you can get a quick idea of, uh, you know, is there any, any big trend separating, let's say, for example, two treatment groups uh, in my samples. Um, we've got plots to look at microbial diversity. Um, on top of that, we're also uh, looking at some heat maps um, to look at co-occurring taxa and we also look, uh, we've also got some plots to visualize um, CAC functions, so um, metabolic pathways. And we've just started integrating some plots that explore the um, co-occurrence of CAC pathways and specific taxa. So um, this is kind of the base uh, set of analyses that we, we offer at the moment. But um, as I said earlier, because all the analyses are written in R, or most of them are written in R, it's relatively easy to expand this uh, tool set. And um, if you're somebody, if you're a customer and you have a, um, a specific set of analyses that are currently not on the system, it should be relatively straightforward to, you know, uh, expand the system and add those tools. Yeah, that's, I, when you say that, that's one of the things that I, always have respected and loved about working in computomics and with our team is that we never want to limit the user, right? So we never want to replace somebody or take over someone's department. The goal is really to support people and give them the opportunity to do even better, more, uh, more functional, more useful analysis. So if somebody needs something quickly analyzed, they can they can add that to their repertoire. But if they already have a set of analyses they would like to do or have been doing, then they can add that in. So it's really a way to support an organization or a team um, in just doing what they're doing, but better and more functionally and quicker and sort of with, yeah, to get them the results they could have gotten, but in a more effective manner, I guess. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. So, and this would be the way the uh, more experienced uh, metagenomics researcher would, would interact with us uh, through Morpheus. Um, that, that they would get, you know, a re reproducible analysis done relatively quickly. And um, we take care of all the, you know, the, the groundwork and the, the heavy lifting, if you like. And then um, you can always add more in-depth custom analyses on top. Yeah. Yeah, that's very cool. So maybe you can give us an example so people can kind of understand who you imagine to be, um, you know, because one of the things that, I have really been impressed with working together, sort of spreading this message about Morpheus is the wide array of people that we talk to who who show interest or for whom this is really beneficial and they don't really fall into one category of, of partner or client or um, team member, but they're really span a variety of users. And I think it would be really interesting for people to know who the potential users of Morpheus are um, and see if they can sort of see themselves in those categories. Okay, so 
Yeah, so um, there's a variety of categories, uh, like you said. So first, there would be the um, the first time metagenomics user, I would say, and um, they they want a an analysis that they can can do without too much uh, uh, hassle, and they're maybe not too sure if they are going to continue working in the area of metagenomics, but they want an easy access uh, to into the field and want to um, yeah, f find out if this is uh, an, an area that they want to explore more uh, in the future. So if, if you don't have a lot of background in this area, but you want to do research, uh, Morpheus would be great to start. Then there's um, more experienced users that uh, maybe know what they or have, have worked in the area before and maybe even have bioinformatics and statistics background or uh, bioinformatics and statistics team in their uh, local at the local research site um, but they want to want a streamlined analysis where they can get um, reproducible results quickly um, and that that they then later want to build their own analysis around um, so that the platform basically does the yeah all the heavy computational lifting for them and maybe even the data storage because um, some, some people may not have local um, IT infrastructure to you know, align um, hundreds of metagenomics uh, samples against the reference database, which will take time. Even with modern tools like Diamond, it will still uh, require hours and maybe even days of computational work. So if those customers that don't have that um, local IT infrastructure um, Morpheus could be beneficial for them as well. Um, and then maybe maybe another um, uh, client who would want to interact with Morpheus could be um, a DNA sequencing provider who wants to um, offer a set of analyses to their customers for metagenomics uh, and make this uh, more accessible. So that in that case, um, the sequence provider could send the um, FASTQ files straight to the Morpheus service and the Morpheus service would then do data analysis and storage and you could uh, send a link to your customer so the customer can download the data and um, you know interact with the data through Morpheus. Um, and this way I think is would be really really nice because um, at the point where the customer interacts with the with the sequencing results, um, it's not just big fast queue files of sequence data, but it's really results because we've already run our set of standardized analyses, and the um, the customer can already yeah look at results instead of just having to handle handle uh, raw data for hours or days even. So we think that's also a very good. Um, a case where um, Morpheus would be beneficial. Yeah, I think that's a really great. Um, it's really great that you hit on that. The connection between the uh, the sequencing provider and the data output, or let's say, uh, it doesn't really even matter which side of the team you're on, whether or not you're the sequencing provider and you just want your clients to have easy visualizations. 
of your data or you are the team who um, who wants to do the analysis and you want to link to a sequencing provider internally that you always use, for example, that can be established on either side, right? So we have worked with sequencing providers and we have worked with teams that want to link to a sequencing provider to make that data upload so easy that essentially the analysis team never really even has to uh, handle the data files. They they get a message that their data is available and already analyzed for them. And that really streamlines things across large analysis organizations or even just um, for any client of the sequencing provider. Have you also seen that? Yeah, that's that's correct. So um, it's, it's probably um, important to say that we, we're not taking this data away. It's always accessible. Yes, but, right, but right, you, right. Yeah, but you don't have to touch it if you don't want to. Um, yeah, exactly. That's right. And of course, also maybe it's important for us to hit on the, uh, since you just mentioned we're not taking the data away on the privacy aspect. So on the way that um, analysis teams can really keep this data, um, let's say close to themselves is perhaps um, the way that they manage their metadata. Yes, so um, the with Morpheus, basically the customer decides um, on what types of metadata uh, they want to provide. So um, obviously, if we want or if you would like to get access to some of our exploratory data analysis, you somehow have to group your samples because otherwise, um, you know, you can't do There's visuals. no analysis possible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's <laughs> no analysis really. So um, but you really choose uh, what kind of information you want to disclose. So can you can use um, you can disclose like only parts of the data you have you can use your internal code if you like um, so you the customers really in control of the data they share with the platform right um, and also they're very in control of um, having interactive results that they can work with right so it's very unlike other services where they just get a report and if they realize that they group the data incorrectly or they want to group it differently there's no other option but they're really in control of the kind of results they can produce and reproduce in the in the real sense of reproduce you know to produce again uh, maybe you can mention um, just the interactive aspect of it for for one of our last points yeah sure so um, if you you know, if your study lives on uh, the Morpheus platform and you at some point you realize that you've provided incorrect metadata or your samples were grouped incorrectly um, or samples need to be excluded or maybe um, you have part of a study and want to merge the data with another study, that's all possible on the platform. So it's not um, it's not like, um, yeah, you can always change or make changes to your data. So it's not like a one off thing, but it's, it's not a it's static report. Yes, right? yes, yeah. absolutely. It's interactive yeah. and the user is in control. That's something that uh, we really value, I think, is really giving that control, as I mentioned before, really giving it to the team and not having our analysis be based on any sort of black box or miscellaneous, um, you know, quantification, but really basing our analyses on uh, quality open source tools and really making it accessible and reproducible and meaningful to our users. So I really value that. And I think that's, you know, you really value that too. So thank you for explaining that. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Oliver. Well, I hope we get a chance to talk again soon. And how should somebody reach out to you if they're interested in discussing Morpheus further? 
Yeah, so uh, you can either just um, send me an email at uh, oliver.deutsch at computomics.com or you could use the uh, um, get in contact button on our website, uh, site, computomics.com. Um, yeah, that's probably the easiest. Great. Thanks so much. Thanks, Anna. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Computomics Podcast. We hope you learned something useful for your current and future metagenomic studies. We hope that you'll join us again in two weeks as we continue our discussion on the field. And as always, please leave a rating or review, get in touch with us, and we'd love to hear feedback. If you'd love to be a guest on our show or just to get in touch and talk bioinformatics, we'd also love to hear from you. And see you in two weeks.